Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandevin. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here, so let's settle in. Hello, hi, welcome to Medium Lady Talks. Uh, Before we kick off the episode, I will give you a little bit of a preview that this is a (laughs) spontaneous, fun conversation that I had with my amazing old friends, Sarah and Emily. I will let you know before the episode really gets started that because this is a candid conversation between grown-ups that there are a few swears that will happen and so if you tend to listen with uh, little ones around you might want to just uh, pop in your earbuds or um, save the episode for another time. Um, (laughs) As I said before um, this is a conversation with my two friends and uh, yeah we're gonna get into what it's like to make friends and be a friend in 2021. I uh, I hope you like it. I'm not going to spend too much time uh, waxing poetic on the, the topic at hand for today's episode, but um, I would love to, as always, ask you to consider putting a bit of medium effort into rating and reviewing this podcast, uh, sharing it with a friend. Please make sure you're subscribed as the podcast typically is released every two weeks and um, if you're enjoying what you're hearing then I don't want you to miss any of the episodes as they're released and then finally if you want to connect and engage beyond the podcast you can always find me on instagram at medium.lady and uh, a lot of fun stuff going on there uh, as the month of November wraps up and we head into the holiday season I'll be launching into my annual advent of kindness um, probably going to have a wee bit of a giveaway over there. So you don't want to miss any of that. Make sure you're, um, following me over on Instagram. And I think, <laughs> I think with all that being said, um, the reason the podcast exists is for connection, um, and a foster community, uh, and, um, Instagram and connecting over there is the best way to do that, uh, beyond the podcast. As always, I'm really incredibly grateful for your listening ears and um, anything that resonates with the podcast with you or doesn't, um, you know, always happy to hear, always happy to hear more about um, the folks who are listening, the folks who are out there and um, what you'd like to see more or less of on the podcast. So with all that being said, I think I will um, hand it over. Um, And the one other thing I do have to say is uh, there was a tiny part of me that was a little feeling a little bit protective about this conversation because it really just struck me the nature of belonging that I felt during the conversation and it felt really precious and special. And you can probably hear there'll be a slight difference in my voice the way I'm talking to you one on one now versus the way that I'm talking with my two oldest and dearest friends. And that, I think, the difference in my tone of voice comes from a sense of belonging, is when I talk with these two women, I they really make me feel loved, and they make me feel like I belong with them. And I really think that we don't touch on belonging and friendship, but it's really at the heart of the matter. Um, 
is uh, when you get to grow up with folks the way I've been able to grow up with Emily and Sarah, is there really is an innate sense of belonging together that we don't have to question or um, build from. We can just kind of really enjoy our friendship off of the operating assumption. Um, and we don't have to put too much effort into the question of belonging together. We, we just know that we belong together. <laughs> um, and that's pretty amazing. And I think it'll show up in the episode. The other thing I will state for the record is um, you'll hear me mention right from the jump that the episode was recorded in a car. And so there'll be a little bit of ambient noise here and there. You'll hear people changing position and shuffling and you, you'll hear the occasional uh, vehicle pass us by. Uh, I promise you we were 100% safe, um, but uh, the best opportunity for us to record came spontaneously after uh, a dinner that we had together. Um, so we just made the most of it. And what you get is a really great conversation, but you also get the uh, beautiful ambient noise of... Um, of the environment, which is, you know, not, not sterilized, um, in the interest of, uh, podcast recording, um, fidelity, I guess. That's all for me. Thanks so much for listening. I know you're going to really enjoy this conversation and, um, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Here's the episode. Bye. All right. We're going to intro this bad boy. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks, episode, uh, let's say 24. Sure. We'll call it 24. I'm your host, Erin Vandevin, and I am really excited to record this live from a a Honda Accord. Yep. Nice. (laughs) Yep. Two of my very dearest and very oldest friends, uh, Emily Gibson. That's right. And Sarah Rich. Hello. So Emily and Sarah uh, and I are going to talk today about friendship Mm -hmm. and what it takes to be a good friend in 2021. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, yeah. it's it's a lot of scheduling. <laughs> yes. That's pretty much what it is. Yes. That's the his, that's the key. Okay, yeah. that's been a great episode. Great, Thank excellent. You so much. Done. <laughs> scheduling is really, all you need. Yeah. Really happy to wrap that up quick. Yeah. It's just a hot tip. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so Emily and Sarah and I have been friends for a very long time. Yeah, I don't want to count that. I that makes me uncomfortable, but okay. a long time. Yeah. A long time. Uh, Sarah and I have been friends since early elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. would say very foundational developmental years. Yep. Absolutely. And Emily and I have been friends since grade seven. Seven. Yes. Grade and seven. how long have you guys been friends? Oh, I don't know. See, we met like mid high school. Like I want, I feel like we, <laughs> I don't, I probably can't share this memory, but I know that we had <laughs> A wor- we had world religion we class together. Did. Yes. Oh my god. With, with Father, Father McKenna. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because he's listening. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Just in case Can he we is. send it to him. Father. Yes. Father Larry. Uh, I remember you telling me a very specific story about you went out with I want to say your sister and probably Jelly one night and did something and I remember you describing it to me the next day. I'm not going to say what it was. Um, and I and I feel like that was the beginning of our real friendship. We can talk about what it was after the recording. Wait, oh, you God. talked about something in world religions that you're not willing to repeat it was a on great this podcast. Class, actually, I really yeah. World I religion. mean, just in case Mo does listen to this podcast, <laughs> hi, Mrs. Rich. Um, I don't think I'll repeat it, but we'll talk about it later. Oh my yeah. God, I can't. Even you don't remember what it was? No. Oh man, it was very formative because it also made me think you were so fucking cool. I mean, I already thought was that it, you were very cool. Dress? It was yeah. Yeah, it was dress. Yeah. It was dress. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, I was a no. teenager. It's, it's fine. fine. It's yeah. Fine. yeah. <laughs> I already thought you were very cool because you had a lot of older, well, you yes, have all older that's siblings. True. I do. That is true. And they were like yes. a legend in our high school, all of Sarah's that's older right. siblings. That's right. Um, no. Yes. There were so many of them. There's so many of them. Yeah. That's yeah. the problem. That's the legend. Well, that's where the legend, oh, not a problem. And I also think... that you had a great house and a gr- and you had yeah. great parties yeah. was yes. a big thing too. So it got bigger and bigger as we all became teenagers. Yes. Yeah. Because everybody invites 10 and then it's a 50 person Well, the first time I ever got invited to a high school party, because for those of you that don't know, my dad is was a judge and my mom was the the high vice principal vice at principal. our high school. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I did not get invited to a lot of parties, as I'm sure you can understand. But Sarah invited me to my first real high school party. No. And yeah. And I remember going and I don't remember who Paris boys probably were um, like rolling a joint sure. at the kitchen table. And they like put it away behind their backs when I walked in Ooh. as if I was I was just like immediately going to narc on them. And I was like, guys, it's I don't care that much. You know, it's funny that you say that because one of my first memories of Sarah as well as a party that I never made it to. Oh, no, because and I think I've shared this. I may have shared it before on the podcast, which is that one of my first memories of hanging out with Sarah was the fact that I actually um, lost the invitation to her birthday party and forgot about it. And oh. then when everybody got off the school bus to go to her super dope party, yes. I couldn't because I was like, where's everybody going? And Sarah was like, it's my birthday party. Aren't you coming? And I was like, oh, oh no. Because I didn't have like pre-signed permission. And also my mom would have been horrified if I just sauntered off the bus. Yeah. And like to took myself to a party yes. for which I had not a present or even a, a bathing suit. Oh my so God. So I remember that being like one of my first moments of like missing out because I had like not been organized enough. And actually, when I shared it on the podcast, my mom called me and she's like, I'm so sorry. I must have missed the invitation in your backpack. Oh, Colleen. And then she's like, and you felt bad that you had forgotten it. I was like, well, I was a very responsible six or seven. Yes, you were. Yeah. You came out of the womb with like, with like a clipboard. Yeah. yeah, I love being a good to-do list. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But I forgot. But uh, Sarah... We went to elementary school together. Yes, we did. And then we... I don't think I knew that. Yeah. 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 Like really little. Like years. kindergarten. Yeah. So you went went to St. Jean de Bravo? I did. Yeah. I did not yeah. realize yeah. that. And then we lost touch. Yep. And then we yeah. reconnected in high school. Yep. I remember reconnecting in history class with Chisholm in grade 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Was I in yeah. that class too? I don't think so. I okay. had Mr. Chisholm for three or four history classes. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. And then, hey, Mr. Chisholm. They were times. <laughs> and then, hey, Mr. Ch- I, lo- oh I love that gosh. we're just assuming that all of the our series, high school teachers. series of shout outs to our <laughs> high school teachers. So specific. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Okay. It's this a is going to be, a, this is gonna be a, real, a, real, uh, a real tour. Uh, nevertheless, and I remember, and then being very fast friends, just like consistently mm-hmm. from that point on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and I became friends, Emily, in grade seven. Yeah. Uh, bonding from the child's choir in the high school musical. Yep. Uh, we were the super cool kids who sang so well that we got to be in the high school musical before we were even in high school. Yes. Yeah. It was an elite group Don't of children. Don't even ask us how cool we oh felt my that gosh. We were very See, cool. You guys talked about pool parties and all that, but I would have been so jealous of that. As it's a kid. Oh, it's yeah. funny because I met Amanda, you who was, yeah, through the same thing, but I met her before I met Aaron, and Amanda and Aaron were best friends in elementary school, so I met Amanda, 
doing Jesus Christ Superstar. And then the next year, I think, there were auditions for the Joseph Kids Choir and Amanda auditioned and got in. And Aaron auditioned and got in. And Amanda showed up at the rehearsal with this other girl. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess I have to be friends with this nerd, too. Yeah. And it worked out pretty well. And I we're mean, still friends with Amanda, too, yeah, which is, like, yeah. pretty... Uh, hey, Amanda. T- Hi, Amanda. <laughs> we miss you. Nerd is um, accurate. Nerd is 100% Large accurate. glasses. I mean, uh, to be fair. Still wearing large glasses. To today. be fair, Thanks. every Thanks. child in that choir was a nerd. There was not one of us that came out of that and is, like, super cool. I would Maybe not. Stephanie. <laughs> she was always cooler than all of us. I would not be the person I am today without that experience. 100%. 100%. There is absolutely no way I would have had even remotely enough confidence to record my voice and put it on the internet for people mm-hmm. to listen to if I had not started with that like choir yeah. experience. I was painfully shy as a little kid. Yeah. Like painfully shy yeah, and I the only well. way I made my way through the world was with Amanda. Yeah. 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 Um, that's what Jacqueline and I were like. Yeah. Where like I was the Amanda to the yeah, in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline was very shy. Okay, so uh very Friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. A long time. <laughs> long yes. story short. Yeah. We're all long, good friends. Long, long time. Yeah. And now we're old ladies. Yes. Sitting in a sedan. It's a, it's a nice car. Ha- it's, <laughs> it's a nice car. Yeah. After having had some delicious barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about what it takes to be a friend in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, when I... So, Emily, your first word that came to your mind was scheduling. Yeah, I mean... But, So Sarah and I were friends all throughout high school and we kept in touch, but we weren't like super close. And then a couple of years ago, we decided to like when I first started dating my husband and now we've been married for five years, um, we we decided to go out to dinner. And then from that, I think I messaged you and I was like, hey, did you know we're going to dinner on Friday? (laughs) (laughs) It's very aggressive, but I liked it. Wait, after having talked for how long? Not like not at all. Not, I was yeah. just like following her on on I think just Facebook, and I was Probably. like, I look at her stuff every day, and I miss her. I'm just gonna message and be like, Yeah, we're going out to dinner. Really? Yeah. yeah. You aggressively asked her out on a date. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, 100. Yeah. percent I've been waiting for this to happen. And you're like, <laughs> Yes. And Aaron's coming. Yeah. Well, no. So the first time <laughs> it was just so. you. Yeah. The first oh, no, time no, it was just you and I. You and, yeah, I yeah, yeah. and then I think I said we should do this again. And I think we had talked about Aaron so much that I was like, When well, I'll also invite Aaron. Yeah. So she can just like tell you these things herself. Because I was just like, <laughs> I was a real. T- Giving a full update. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But had I just had a baby? Was William born? William was definitely born. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, William was definitely born. And then I think I saw you pregnant. With Henry? Henry? With Henry. Yeah, because... You brought Henry to one of our, yeah. not first meals, but because like a... you had just gotten engaged because there's a photo oh, yeah. of you holding Henry and you had to take your ring off because you hadn't told everybody yet. Oh, I forgot wow, about good that. good memory. Yeah. And uh, then I posted a picture and it was like babies and engagements. And I think somebody thought that I was engaged because I think Andrew and I had been together for like a year and a half at that point. I was like, it wasn't me. Which then, in retrospect, defeats the purpose of you taking off the ring. It also wasn't Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> it also wasn't Aaron. She's already knocked up. Uh, and then I got married in the same year anyways. That's true. We did get married in the same year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, um, and then I think we've done this on and off. Um, yeah. And Amanda came to a few when she was still living um, on the side of the world. And I, but I you think. You Canada. You said, you said when she was still living. Pause. No. Oh, on this side of the world. Yeah. Not like, sorry. She, she's still alive. She just lives in Australia now. Oh my God. Uh, 
Oh, no. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, <laughs> so much about Amanda. She's going to love this. Um, yeah. So the But I think really the key is that at the end of all of it, we schedule the next one. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't always work out. Like last time, Aaron and I sort of um, decided at the last minute that we were both like, yeah, this is not a great day for us. But to but at the least... the time before that, I also had That's true. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So to have it at least on the books, as they say, mm-hmm. um, is helpful, is the only way that I think that we can keep doing it consistently. So. Now, I had said friendship in 2021... We're all 38. Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that be, is that friendship at 38 or is it about it being 2021? Is it about it? Because like 2021 will always be this like weird pandemic, pandemic recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, kind of year. And does friendship take. So maybe there's two questions. Mm-hmm. One is what is what does it take to be a friend in your late 30s? And what does it take to be a friend in in at the end of a pandemic when. Like, we all kind of had to maintain ties to one another, or not, mm-hmm. yeah. for long periods of isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, like, it's got, you got the same answer for it, where you're, mm. you, you are accommodating of one another, right? Mm-hmm. That's what happens, and, you know, we all have these these lives that kind of take over. It's mm-hmm. not like when you're 20 and you're like, hey, yeah, I can go any day of the week, because yes, I exactly. have nothing going on. Yeah. <laughs> Or I'll see you tomorrow because of school. Yes. That's right. Yes. I miss that I'll see so you much. Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I think I about that, that all the time. In, that built-in hang. Yes. yes. But also our, you know, our 2021 part is like when we canceled, it wasn't like, hey, I have something else going on. It was like, hey, my head is too full. Right. Yeah. I oh, can't. Yeah. I can't do this mm-hmm. right now. I yeah. love you, but I can't do it. And that was that was all we said to one another, yeah. really. Like there was nothing stopping us from getting together except like this self-care and I think that's exactly what I said was that like Andrew and I went too hard into being social again Mm. and we have gone out every day this week and we I can't I'm done that was my capacity for being social after a year and a half of like not going out and not doing anything to do it again Mm -hmm. um even like the weekend I did my my victory tour I got so sick mm-hmm. the week after that and not COVID sick, but like I got, I don't know, it's a stomach bug or whatever. So I made this week after I was going to be fully vaccinated, we made this plan to go to all these places. So I actually started at Aaron's house and I ended at Sarah's parents' house mm-hmm. visiting with Sarah and her kids and her wonderful husband. And then I went home and I was sick for a week because yeah. I just like my constitution oh, could it. not handle being social anymore. Yeah. And maybe dairy as well. I <laughs> might have been part so of it. Yes. Yeah. Just all of these yeah but I do think like there is like Sarah you make a really good point about the grace that it takes to be a friend Mm -hmm. I think at this phase Mm -hmm. of our life and also in this phase of like our culture or whatever you want to call it is that we're all kind of recalibrating every aspect of our lives for sure you might be recalibrating work you might be recalibrating parenthood you might be recalibrating your marriage Mm -hmm. you might be recalibrating your friendships And you might be recalibrating yourself. Like a lot of people went through a lot of like mental garbage or mental distress or ups and downs during the pandemic. I don't really know anybody who didn't. And so you're also kind of like seeing the hope of things opening up again. And maybe you're feeling a little bit like, oh, like, you know, I can kind of like 
make room for another another side of the menu of feelings that yeah, might be yeah. like really positive but how do I do that without getting my hopes up too high yeah and yes. yeah there is a lot of like personal grace that you have to kind of have to navigate relationships like to navigate your way back to relationships yes. yeah um not to say that like I, I I don't know like I don't really remember feeling super disconnected from you guys during the real like active lockdown part no no and I think that partially brings me to my the next thing I was going to say and as much as it's demonized quite a lot I think social media was a big part of how we all stayed connected in each other's lives social media and technology like having phones or whatever in general so one of my other very very close friends lives in British Columbia and luckily we are both avid texters we are we don't like talking on the phone but because of texting and technology we are still best friends even though we are very rarely physically together Mm -hmm. and that I think allowed me to continue my friendships throughout the pandemic with being far away from people because I am a texter and I like commenting on things on Facebook and Instagram and whatever. And the fact that people were sharing stuff still through those channels, even though you weren't getting together and having dinner and talking about what was going on in your life, you were still getting that information. Yes. So. Oh, that's interesting. I felt really actually very connected to both of you ladies during the whole pandemic because mm-hmm. you guys posted a lot to Instagram mm-hmm. and I would watch it and it was like I would get a hit of it every day where it's like mm-hmm. yes I will see it it's like we're a drug <laughs> yes yeah. it was. when you're you know when you're alone and you're feeling low for sure mm-hmm. you see your friend's face and then I realized that you guys weren't seeing me and it was a very one-sided mm. and then you started and sending started really sending long video messages which I love monologue video messages yeah. Because I just felt like I would you watch them. See my face as well. <laughs> and my yeah. husband would be like, "What? What is that?" I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> it's just me Sarah, Sarah, right just, at you. Sarah, just, Sarah just sent me a message with a lot." He's like, "But why?" I'm like, ah, it's "Just, just like we're talking. It's fine." <laughs> like, okay. I could also have called you on the phone. I oh, I hate not. talking oh, on the phone. You can't call Emily on no, the phone. No, I hate Instead, talking on the phone. Instead, I just put my face in front of the camera. Yeah. I monologued. Aaron had to get used to that very early in our friendship that I did not like talking on the phone. <laughs> I still call you sometimes and you're like, hey. <laughs> Usually it's... Hopefully you're in your car. The you're only... better in your car. I am okay in my car, yes. Because I'm like doing something else and it doesn't feel as awkward. Um, but usually when somebody calls me now, I'm like, is everything okay? What's going on? Is something wrong? <laughs> I have to say immediately, I'm calling because this will be fun. Fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm calling it's, because I was thinking of you, and you're like, okay. It's even worse when you're pregnant because oh, I assume no, it's because you're no. about to give birth. Oh my gosh, it was awful. Mm-hmm. I have to start every call. I'm not in labor. I'm not in labor. How are yeah. you today? <laughs> I don't really want to talk. I will to you. say that is part of like being a friend in 2021, or maybe just being a person in 2021. Is like I now shoot people a text and be like, hey, yeah, I'm gonna call. Oh. Oh. Just so you know. That's terrible. I'm gonna call now. Is this gonna be an okay time? And I have I have one specific friend, Jen. Jen, who is uh, she's over forty and she calls me without texting and she's like, "Is this okay? Am I allowed to call you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I had a landline as a kid. This is fine." As a kid. I called my mom the other day and I just like clicked on her name in my phone. I didn't know what number it went to. And she picks up and she goes, do you know that you're the only person that calls us on our landline? I was like, I didn't even realize that's where this was going. But okay. She's like, yeah, you're really the only reason that we keep it. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. She's like, it doesn't cost us anything. But yeah, my parents are really the only people that I talk to on the phone and my husband sometimes. But 
I just really hate it. Not know that. Yeah. It just feels awkward for me. I wanted to also say the flip side of being someone who posts a lot is um, is that you do um, people do forget that that you're not seeing them as much as they see you. Mm, interesting. And yeah. I even have that with family. Like I even have that where I feel like I'm like, where'd you do? What? Who'd you see? Where've mm-hmm. you been? Like, what's going on? And I'm kind of like grilling people in a way because, but they that they find I think sometimes a little like overly interested uh-huh. because they feel <laughs> caught up. They're like, no, we're good. Like, what do you mean? I know what you're um, doing. I see you all the time, and I'm mm-hmm. like, but I don't see you ever. <laughs> um, but not with your mom though, right? Yeah, no, I never feel out of the loop no yeah. no no which is good yeah which is good hi mom hi colleen <laughs> love you so you have to like lean into scheduling and planning yes. things yeah you have to lean into canceling plans yes yeah yeah <laughs> you have to use yeah. a lot of grace and yeah. empathy you have to kind of like i think too sometimes i worry that i want it to be the best time ever because yeah. we just don't yeah. see each other the same amount of time that we used to. Mm-hmm. And so I want every, I want to feel my best. I want to look my best. I want to feel my best. I yeah. want the food to be great. I want there to be no traffic. Yeah. I want it to go super well. Because... I was surprised by traffic today. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this still happens. <laughs> yeah. There's a volume of people in the world that would create this. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I left my home and they left their home. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yes. But sometimes that's like not realistic. And some, yeah. so sometimes too, it's also like, I do find sometimes I have to push myself a little bit to say like, oh, what is going to be the perfect day and time? And there really never is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're going to run into traffic or you're not going to have enough time between leaving the house and whatever to have everything lined up Mm -hmm. or maybe like your meal's not going to be what you want anyway it's it's also kind of like leaning into getting together even with all those variables at play Mm -hmm. um and and also accepting that like there'll be more times (laughs) well and that's it's so interesting about like really long friendships is that you've had so many seasons of your friendship and what that means so like thinking about like we were talking about the seeing each other every day season yeah so seeing each other every single day for school and Sarah and I also worked together in the last year of high school right so we saw each other every day for school and then we worked together three days a week it was great it was awesome (laughs) still I have zero regrets that was (laughs) other than the job I have now hi Brian uh that was the best job I've ever had um and then in university Aaron and I were still super connected so I would go and all of my friends really went to school in Toronto so I would go to Toronto for the weekend and stay for the entire weekend so I'd get there on Friday night stay over Friday night stay over Saturday and then come back on Sunday so that like volume of time that we spent together and then even early in your marriage maybe probably to your chagrin a little bit I did that a lot too where I would come and stay at wherever you were living at the time I don't think to my chagrin okay well I felt (laughs) I was single I was single for a very long time so it felt a little third wheelie in retrospect once I found somebody but um and then there was a period of time where um it would be less frequent and it would be more things like this. So a couple of hours or oh, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's interesting all of these ebbs and th- flows in terms of how these hangs or whatever you want to call them happened and how we can always find good moments or mm-hmm. I don't know what you want to call it, but find something 
Connection. worthwhile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In yeah. all of these different ways of yeah. spending time yeah. together. Yeah. Now, I want to ask questions about like making new friends. Are these the probing the questions? Of <laughs> I'm going to probe. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> because Emily, you're very like you have a very broad network of friends. I don't have a hugely broad network of friends. Um Sarah, I won't speak for you, but <laughs> but I feel like making new friends now is wildly different like because the other thing is like what you're saying about these seasons is they sort of built are building off of like a huge amount of like upfront work not work mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like yeah. um um exposure i guess yeah like friend exposure yeah. Yeah. over years and years investment and, years and, years. Yeah. and mm-hmm. that's what makes the getting together so great because mm-hmm. we're just kind of like picking up off of that really built really strong connection over mm-hmm. time like what we haven't said is there were years that went by where I was not in regular connection with Sarah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and then it seems strange now. It does Mm -hmm. seem strange Mm -hmm. now. It really does. Mm -hmm. Um, but also like picking up that friendship again was really like as natural as you saying like, Hey, we're going out to dinner. Yeah. Forcibly making dinner. It felt very natural. It's like, this is, yeah, I'm sure she's going to say yes. Yeah. Imagine I said no. We would definitely not be sitting in my car in a parking lot recording this podcast. Oh, probing questions. What made you say? No, I'm just kidding. I was scared. (laughs) Too aggressive. She was so forced. No, because also like Sarah was the cool is the coolest ever. Yes, one hundred percent. Sarah to be like, hey, do you want to go on a date with me? You're like, like, yes. I've been dreaming of it my whole life. Exactly. I literally had. Uh, But also like making new friends. Um. So I do have a group of, I would say, newer friends. Good confession. Mm-hmm. It's good. I like that. Yes. Because, like, how new, you know. Is new. How new is new. Yeah. So, um, I post did. Post-pandemic and or right oh, before. Oh, post-pandemic. No, no well, post-pandemic. Well, what's a new friend? Okay, define it. What's a new so friend? So, it would be pre-pandemic. Um, when I had twins, mm-hmm. I discovered that there's this whole, like, twin network that oh, once you connect in... It's yeah. a crazy subculture. Yeah. It is a subculture. Yeah. Everybody's been to battle. Yeah. And they can all relate. Yeah. And so you become friends with these people that you cannot see often because we've all got twins. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. But you're you're connected in the way that you you really went through this experience of, like... Other people don't really understand what's going on because it was so intense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so seeing them, we do just pick pick right up. Mm-hmm. So we don't have that that long foundation of having seen one another all the time mm-hmm. at all. But we had that big shared experience. Mm. And so how do you build the quality of that connection? Are you just like m- mature enough? Do you just because I, I have I have adult friend uh, adult friendships too, but there's no doubt the strongest friendships I have mm-hmm. are people that I met when I was like 11. Yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. And so part of me thinks, well, I'm obviously I made friends with those people because of proximity mm-hmm. um, right. and connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now I don't have to make friends with people because of proximity. I really just have to foster connection. Mm-hmm. And I mean. Through Medium Lady, I have been able to do that. And sometimes it surprises me, the depth of friendship that I have with people that I've never mm-hmm. met in person. But still, I think that there is, like, a commitment to connection that you have to make. Mm-hmm. I think it's still frequency, though, I guess is what I'm saying, is it's, like, 
you really can't build that connection with a new friend without some kind of like upfront investment. I think it's also about naming how awkward the situation is, like how weird it is to be making an adult friend. So (laughs) I will say that I I guess, well, so I have a newish friend uh, named Marin who I met through uh, my job a couple of years ago. And so first we were kind of like working together on a project and then I left that job. So she uh, followed me on social media. We followed each other on social media. And then we talked a lot on social media all throughout the pandemic. And then we just finally we had met in person one other time, again, a work thing. But we finally went out recently. And I think I just said, like, this is weird, right? Like, we're just like (laughs) people that have talked. And we have talked about because I. I had a kind of dramatic year last year and she was like very much there for me through a lot of that really crazy shit that happened, even though I'd met her in person one time. Wow. So it was so interesting to get together. And we, so we went to like a, a local greenhouse and then we went out to lunch and we're having these conversations at lunch. And it was just so weird to ask the questions that you inherently know about the friends that you've been so like like what did your parents do and like do you have any <laughs> brothers or sisters and like this is a person that i've had really intense conversation yeah yeah oh, and this is a person yeah. i've had very intense conversations with about other things yeah so to then like kind of go in reverse even a little bit oh, and like it's like depth over breadth right yes like you've gone exactly really deep in a kind of narrower stream of topics yeah but you might not have that, like, breadth. Yeah, of, like, the foundational right, information. Right, But when you're a grown-up, it's kind of not... Is it not as important? Or you can, like... You can go in reverse. I think you can... I think the point is that you can go in reverse, whereas mm-hmm. when you're a kid the um you know what's your favorite color like those are those kind of questions are more foundational (laughs) yeah but now it's more like you know you helped me through this really shitty thing you i can i know you're a good human being Mm -hmm. so like now i want to know more about how you became that good human being does that make sense yeah that's nice yeah Yeah. that's very lovely actually i love you (laughs) marion yeah (laughs) but it is a very awkward thing to make friends as a grown-up Yes. Do not recommend it. <laughs> and there's to... also, for me, maybe I'm a bit judgmental, but <laughs> um, the idea that you might make friends with, with an adult and, like, have that kind of commitment and then find out something about them that you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I have yeah. this really terrible oh, habit this. of um, when I get into a new scenario, I want to make friends with people so badly that the first person I make friends with ends up being a crazy person. <laughs> so on both... <laughs> In university, the very first person that I made friends with, her name was Erin. We're not friends anymore. Right. Uh, And she was like... There's only room for one Erin. She was... Yeah, that's true. (laughs) We lived on the same floor in our residence, and she was in my program. So I thought, oh, we're definitely going to be friends forever. And she was... It was a lot. And then my first... (laughs) She is not listening. And then on my first Disney contract, same thing. I made friends with this girl that was, like, also very eager to make friends. And then I very quickly realized, ooh... No, this is not the per. Every time when I start a new job, I do it. Like every single time, the first person I make friends with, it ends up being like a, oh no. <laughs> so I, maybe I just don't have good judgment or I'm just like so desperate for. You should be more judgmental like me. I guess so. Yeah. yeah that's the lesson in this scenario. Hang back. Yeah. Hang back. Like, Read the room. Suss them out. Don't make friends. As the kids <laughs> say. Period. Yeah. Until later. It's probably for the best. 
I don't know. I think that there is um, this weird sense as an adult that is a little bit more trepidatious, that is a little bit more like we feel kind of like we have to be a little bit more choosy or like we want the stars to align a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, but it's kind of like I felt that way when my son, my oldest, started kindergarten. When William started kindergarten, there were so many moms and they all wanted to be like, all up in each other's business about the school and the teacher and other kids and the kids that became like bad kids and the kids that were good kids and it it all was like kind of something that I had been craving for a really long time because I had had not enough exposure um to like the neighborhood moms Mm -hmm. because William went to daycare and I worked I commute like Mm -hmm. far And so when I get home, I'm at home. And when I'm not at home, I'm at work. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard to kind of meet people in the playground, I guess. Or maybe Mm -hmm. I'm just not good at that. Um, And so I was, like, so excited to meet all of these moms that I was basically just, like, giving my cell phone out everywhere. But then also getting kind of, like, wrapped up in stuff that I had wanted no business Mm -hmm. being a part of. Um, and then you have to kind of like slowly do this political like, dance of extricate like extricating exactly <laughs> yeah. of extricating yourself yes. from things, and then you start to kind of ghost people because you're sort of like, yeah. I this is not my business, and you're making it my business, and I like have to get out of here. Yeah, you know, groups of like six or seven moms all at the school. And really hard to hear, like, what some people are just willing to, like, talk about right off the jump. Ugh. And you're kind of like, I just need an appetizer first before <laughs> I hear about your husband's, you know, preferences in oh, certain wow. areas. Oh, my All God. Right. Yeah, right? Like, like legit. And maybe I'm just too conservative to, like, cut loose and have fun. I can admit to that. And then the, like, who's going to spill the dish on one kid or the other. And I'm like, but they're five. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Five right. Years oh, old. my God. So I found that, like, making friends and, and similar, Emily, which is the kind of, like, well, we're all in this together. So, yes. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just kind of get to know one another. Um, but then having that kind of, like, the rate limiting factor, I guess, being that vulnerability piece. Um, Mm -hmm. which is like people either oversharing and (laughs) me just like turtling in or never getting enough frequency of exposure to kind of get to the point where you could actually like decide or not whether or not someone was like a good friend fit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also part of that is that you were the first of really all of our friends to have children. So like you didn't have, even within our friend group, like you didn't have another mom to talk to about mom things and I think that's probably why you were so like yes this is something that I want this is something that I need and then you realize that like oh a lot of the time if you can find something in common that can be enough for at least a surface friendship but sometimes not to compare being a parent to Disney but sometimes if people are like oh you like Disney I also like Disney everyone will assume that I will be friends with that person I'm like well if you're all if you're a bag of dicks but you also like Disney (laughs) I don't want to be your friend it's similar to like oh you're a mom that's great I don't want to hear you gossip about this five-year-old you're not a good person no it's true it's true but also like some moms I really liked but my kid wasn't friends with them and it's like oh too bad the lottery the stars did not align (laughs) Because you can't, you also like, that is, maybe it's not, maybe it's not that awkward and I would love to hear, you know, what you think, Sarah, because I just feel like if your kids are not friends, but you want to be friends with a mom, then 
that is like a hurdle that I, I have not been able to figure out how to overcome, which is like, yeah. let's hang out when our kids are doing what? Like, what the heck are our kids doing if they're hanging out? That's too much work. Yeah. The reason you make friends with other moms is so that your kids can beetle off together and stop annoying you yes. while you hang out over a coffee. So, so I don't know. I've never, I've never found that. Like... I take the cue from my eldest sister, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who was very proactive about um, scheduling her children's social lives. And she would like gently nudge them towards the kids <laughs> or away from kids that she were like, she would totally do it. Yeah. And she would make it very simple for um, kids with like kids who got along with her kids well and she got along with the parents well. Yeah. She would make play dates very simple. Oh, mm-hmm. just drop them off. Yeah. You don't need to bring anything. Yeah. I'll feed them. I'll clean them. We're, we're, we're going to be yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then kids that were, you know. Because some kids are just tough. Mm-hmm. Some kids, you know, they just don't get along very well with your kids. Or, you know, some parents are crazy. Legit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she would be like, yeah, that friend's not available today. Oh, my God. <laughs> just make it, oh like, more and more difficult. She's an evil genius. <gasps> yes. But she also taught her children the very good skill of making friends and also making good friends of like yeah because you can you can make some bad friends when you're a kid because Mm -hmm. you both like the color purple right right exactly you can make some really rough friends and when you're a kid you don't know that that that's what's making you feel bad is this this friend that's maybe taking advantage yeah yeah i think i haven't done enough of that like she's, I've allowed my kids it. to just make friends by pro- by proximity. Enough social and engineering then, of your children's social. Life. <laughs> no, like legit zero social engineering. Okay. Like you know, my kids will be like, "Can we have a play date?" And I'll be like, "I don't. That's a lot of work." <laughs> <laughs> See, as a parent, I would be like. Here's an important question. Does that child's family have a pool? Yes. <laughs> then you can be friends with them. I will come with you. That's why I'm still friends with Sarah. <laughs> oh, Dope pool. When Mo and Dane put in mm-hmm. that pool. Jeez. Set me up for life. Friends for life. It's yeah. still the nicest like pool. An amusement park. Oh, yeah. God. It's the best it's backyard place. of all time. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe I need to, like, put a little bit more thought and energy into that. And And actually, as I'm talking it through... There are definitely like a couple of moms, but it's that, it's that frequency thing. And I really Mm -hmm. struggle with that because I could see someone and my kids are friends with some, some kids who have moms who are awesome and I could see them and just talk for an hour. Mm -hmm. But then that might be like eight months until I like go and see that person again Mm -hmm. and run into them. And that's just not a friendship. It's just like somebody that I really admire and like and probably follow and spend more time on social media with than Mm -hmm. I would spend otherwise you know liking their posts or commenting on stories but like there's something that has to trip it into a friendship sure but is it a problem to have these people in your lives yeah fill it up Mm -hmm. but are not the close friend Mm -hmm. no because I have close friends yeah I was gonna say just let us fill that cup (laughs) I know you don't know hashtag no new friends (laughs) (laughs) you don't need you don't need new friends (laughs) This is enough. Yeah. There's only one okay. other spot okay. in this car. Okay. Exactly. Okay, I'm yeah. glad. One more person purse. is allowed. It's for yes. the leftover yeah. It's brisket. for when Amanda moves back to Canada. <laughs> yes. That's when fucking When Amanda it. returns to the living. Yes, yeah, exactly. She comes back to life. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I'm so sorry, No, Amanda. it's not a problem. You make a good point. It's not. It isn't a problem. Um, but I guess it's kind of something I think about mm-hmm. because... Um, I don't know. I think it's also because I am a person, like, connection is really something that 
makes me feel the most like myself hmm. when I'm connecting yeah. with other people. And so I guess maybe it's uh, maybe it's something that I'm kind of like, oh, might might be never enough. It's like I would always kind of be curious and interested to connect with more people. Hmm. And maybe it's just about defining like how that connection can be satisfying mm-hmm. and being super happy to have scheduled dinners <laughs> with my most favorite people mm-hmm. and also the one-on-one run-in with a, having one really great conversation with somebody that's not a friend is still nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. Gonna, I think you're going to have an interesting life if you're always seeking connection. <laughs> yes, for sure. That's a nice yeah. thing to say. All right. Well. I don't have any more wisdom to share. You don't have any more? Hashtag no new friends. <laughs> That's my main <laughs> piece of wisdom. No new friends. Hashtag no new friends. Except for Judge Marin. other moms. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Find a mom with a pool and make friends. Yes. 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 Still I trying mean, to do that with I strangers mean, on my streets. not working a lot of hot tips in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so. We can make this into like a BuzzFeed listicle for people. Wow. Yeah. Those do well, I've heard. They do, yeah. Yeah. A lot of engagement. <laughs> okay. Um... I should have like a lightning round or something, but I'm, oh. I'm not prepared. Do you want to do like a fall faves lightning round? Oh, yeah. Okay. But Sarah has only one fave. It's a book. <laughs> Sarah. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We, talk, we talked about potential topics for all of 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. We just dove right into the hard we stuff. We really did. Yeah. 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 The probing questions, if you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, favorite fall song. Or what's what's on your repeat playlist? Sarah, do you listen to music? <laughs> Sarah, oh my Sarah's got both of her hands on her face. She's no. she's so, so much upset. anxiety. Yes. Oh she's, my god. I, I listen to like kid friendly music. Sure. Who Boo. doesn't? Not, not kids music, but kid friendly music. Oh, okay. So I have like a kid playlist that has no swear words, and I'm oh, really okay. sick of it. Oh. I have no new music. Okay. This, okay. One, this, is, this is going this very is poorly. Going poorly. So, I'll have to edit this out. So um, I will fully admit that on the way here I listened to Christmas music. You did? I did. Uh, mostly because my colleague and I were listening to it in the office before I left. But uh, I will say that my fall favorite is actually um, a medium lady influenced fall favorite. Woo! And it is a song called Lobster oh my by a band called The Gloam. Yeah, and it is possibly like the most spectacular instrumental piece of music that has ever existed. Okay, I'll link it in the show notes. We can't play it because of legal. Yeah, it's so good, but it's (laughs) I could listen to it just over and over and over. Yeah, it is. It is really beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Right now, I'm listening to someone called Taylor Leonhart. You were going to say someone called Taylor Swift, but we did not know who that was. (laughs) Another Taylor. Hashtag no new Taylors. No. <laughs> just re-release. Just re-release all of your old music, She's Taylor. Doing that. I know. She's legit I know. doing it. Um, that's another podcast. Uh, and um, she has this really great song called "Happy or Whatever." Mm-hmm. She also has a song called "Hold Still" and another song called "Keep Me Around." Mm-hmm. And they're all just like kind of nice, a little bit ballady. I think there's some Christian contemporary mixed in that album. When yeah. they like throw it in there and you're like, yeah. wait, are you talking about a boy or are you talking no. about the Lord? No. It was the Lord. <laughs> it was That's what happened to me with Reliant K. I was like, I oh, know. I love this music. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's all about Jesus. I thought it was about girls. It was not. No. Mm, uh, okay. Favorite fall food? Oh. Sarah? <laughs> Anything? Oh, you know what? I'm just, 
potatoes. This is from you. Potatoes, yes. Heart always potatoes. potatoes. Always potatoes. Mm -hmm. But this is from Medium Lady Influence for sure. No oh. way. You guys, stop. You Change your this. life, chicken. Yeah. I have to like hold off not doing it every oh, single week. It's so good. It's so good. It's really, really good. Is it a Kendra? What's her name? It is a Kendra. Yeah. Oh. It's so easy. The Lazy Genius. It's so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really Change good. your life, chicken for everybody out there. <clears throat> I'm trying to think what I ate a lot of other than incredibly unhealthy food. Um, it doesn't have to be healthy. Fall is really good for, like, listen. So there's a bakery in Port Colburn called The Pie Guys, and they make flakies. Oh, you no. know how when you're hit, like, passion flakies? Whoa. They make, yeah, so I, we got a lot of those. Mostly in September, <laughs> and then we stopped, but yeah. They That's were really amazing. Good. Yeah, really, really good. My, like, food on repeat mm -hmm. is uh, vanilla cream cold brew from Tim Hortons. Ooh, oh, like, I didn't even know that that existed. It's as basic as basic can be. Mm -hmm. and it sounds delicious. I had to yeah. cut myself off. Oh, no. Yeah, because now I'm old, and if I drink it after 1 o'clock, I can't, can't go to sleep. sleep. Oh, oh, I, I thought you were going to say something about the dairy. It's so sad. Well, probably that, <laughs> that too. too yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Dairy's getting everybody. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I have to make more friends because joy is seeping out of my life as my body begins to fail me. <laughs> Oh, I'm no. not gonna last much longer. <laughs> okay, um, favorite fall. Oh, it doesn't have to be fall. Mm -hmm. What are you binging right now? Um, neither Christmas you, music. No, neither of you gonna like this. But uh, oh, we no. just finished watching all of the seasons of the um, oh, Fear the Talking or Fear the Walking Dead, oh, which yeah. is the prequel to Walking Dead. So we had stopped yes. watching it a couple what? of years ago. Um, so it happens before The Walking Dead takes place. What? Yeah, I know you. I knew you would There's hate this. There's so many seasons. Of I know, it. I know. How so we much just... more could you have? I mean. There's a lot of stories to tell in Are that there? world. Yes, there are. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't like it. It's not for you. I can tell yeah, you that. Yeah, that's With true. There's a lot, a lot of that's confidence not for me out there. That's okay. Um, we just finished binging. Never have I ever. Oh, yes. Yeah, I watched the first season, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really liked it. And then partway through, I really realized how attracted I was to that main kid, Paxton Yoshida. What That's, yeah. That's okay, and I was like, actually oh, 30. That makes me feel 19. better. You I made me feel up so much like, better. Okay, that's fine. That, that boy has um, as many wrinkles Paxton as I Paxton Yoshida <laughs> is no. he is a, a smoke show. Man. Yeah. And he's also, in actual fact, half Japanese, and they changed the character. I like to that. make it that way. To make it that way. Nice. Good yeah, job, Mindy. Is. Uh, yeah. That is a dope show. I yeah, think it was yeah, very funny. Sure. I also really love the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and oh, the grandma. The, in the character. Second season. I was like, the show. The, the grandma mom. comes in the second season. She's oh, really okay. funny too. And the mm -hmm. I like the cousin. I like all of the like mm -hmm. main female characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good cast. I just like that. how many chicks are in that show. Yes, for sure. Yes. Female led. Um, and it made Nick laugh, which always makes me feel kind of indicated. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 He's a hard nut to crack. <laughs> he, is. <laughs> he is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's much true. of the joy that came from like those early years when you guys were married was me getting to make him laugh. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I know that it's not super easy. To that do. was actually a really fun part of Saturday too when we went dino mini golfing because Nick was just in a new element of like having a new audience yes. member of Emily. This yes. like wrapped because he's usually got the kids wrapped around his finger. Yeah. But Emily was just like happy to giggle was and chuckle fire. at anything, and he was very funny. I yeah. loved it. He was really. Enjoying. I love watching him interact with your kids. It brings me so much joy. So Hi, so much joy. Hi, Nick. Okay, Sarah. 
binging? Ted Lasso. Oh, I haven't seen I've it. I've heard great things. Oh, yeah, it's so great. It's oh. like I feel like there's this new kind of character on television that's emerging, which is like this um, masculine, like masculine man uh-huh. uh, that that's steering away from hyper masculinity, yes. right? Yeah. Who's like very like it, it's about a football coach, uh-huh. football with the feet. Oh, yeah, an American. Yep. <laughs> um, but he's like he's. I don't know, good word for it. He's woke. He's oh, happy. Okay. Yeah, He's a yeah. good person. He's a good person. And, like, there are parts of it where it's, like, uh, I don't know a better word to say. He's It's just steering away from that toxic masculinity mm-hmm. and keeping some masculinity. Mm-hmm. So In, like, mm-hmm. an active way. In an active mm-hmm. way. Oh, that's kind of cool. He's yeah. not just, like... A good person by accident. No, you see some of that, I think, also in, like, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Maybe that's a little bit too deep. Ted Lasso's no. excellent. <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember the time we saw I Jason didn't... Sudeikis in the okay. village? so that was going to be my next thing to okay. say, which was, have you ever heard the story? <laughs> so we, Aaron we and I saw went... him for but a moment. Yes, and I, like, made eye contact with him, and he was like, hey, and I'm like... And I hit Aaron, and I was she like, punched me. I punched her, and Aaron legitimately punched me back because she didn't know what I was saying to her, and she just thought I had punched her, and she punched me like, she's like, ow, what are you doing? And she hit me back, and I was like, it's Jason Sudeikis. But I think I punched you back as I saw Jason Sudeikis, Yeah. and I was like, oh no, that's why she punched me, and I just punched her. Because we were walking along the street, and you I made hope he saw every you made eye con- <laughs> you made eye contact with him in a way that like he knew you knew he was a famous exactly. person. exactly, and, and I he was like I don't like- know what she's gonna do, folks. <laughs> and I kept my cool. I was just like, hey man, he was like, yeah. hey, and it was great, and you it was did like not keep your cool. You punched well, me. I punched you, but I kept my cool with him. Like I didn't punch him. Probably coming home from. He looked exactly yeah. like Jason Sudeikis. Yes, he did. He was very handsome. No, he was not oh. very handsome, but he looked like Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> okay, oh. great. There's a lot All of right. shout outs. All, right. All, All right. right. Okay, well, we love a name drop here on Medium Lady Talk. Yeah. So that's I'm going to tag great. all of these people oh when I God. share this no. episode. <laughs> Oh, spectacular. All right, you guys, I love you so much. Do you know that? Yeah, I love, love you too. too. Oh, yeah. thank you for being on my pod. Don't cry. Okay. Okay, good. I hope wherever you are that you have friends as good as these to share good times with. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm going to say all the like stuff about following the podcast and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Rate and review. Mm-hmm. Very tag, important. Tag your friends. <laughs> all of tag the people everybody that... we shout yeah. Share with yeah. someone that you think would enjoy this episode. <laughs> this no. has been really fun. Are you cold in the car? I mean, a little, but I'll Yeah, are you okay. cold? No, I'm good. No, I'm good too. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this has been Medium Lady Talks. I'm Erin. I'm Emily. I'm Sarah. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. This is not going to be painful. No. Okay. And I can edit everything. Oh, okay, great. But I won't. I hope oh. you don't. <laughs> I like how you said you're going to ask probing questions, but then you simultaneously said it's not going to be painful because... Probing sounds painful to me. Well, it's going to probe into your heart. Okay. (laughs) That's better.